0: Everybody and welcome to monday night it is no longer monday night football so i thank all of you who are actually tuning in live that have not been for the last 17 weeks 18 weeks however long they do monday night football what are you talking about what's right there look out
1: there mj there's philip and there's stephanie and there's joey and there's bobby and there's there's mel they're all out there
2: so you yeah. mean they play football some other time of the week than Sunday
0: yeah, yeah yeah and, and like there there are some people that that catch that watch our show late because they want to watch the football live. That's just stupid.
1: I know they could record the football uh, I mean seriously
2: or just or just open up their phone and go, okay my my favorite team won and that's it. you don't have to worry about anything else. Obviously you're not a Minnesota Vikings
1: fan because we seldom say that. My favorite team well. They're, oh. bike- they're the bike- it- I'm
2: just looking. I was upset over the weekend because there's three things that had to happen for the Steelers to be in the playoffs. And I was hoping that at least one of those three would not happen, but freaking all three of them happened in their playoffs. so games are still going on. I got to deal with at least one more game.
0: <laughs> at least they're not home. So you don't have to worry about like traffic from that.
2: No, no, no. You understand Pittsburgh. There are two seasons of Pittsburgh football season and talk about football season. So, <laughs> Uh, whether it's at home <laughs> or not, there's just as much traffic out there because everybody. It's it's. What do you mean you're not going to the bar to watch the game? What do you mean you're not going over to so and so's house to watch the game? No, I mean I'm not going to
0: watch the game. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it, know, I, I'd feel for you, but when you live where I do, the the chanting. That goes back and forth. You got the two sides because we get the (laughs) Phillies and you know the Eagles, and then we've got the Steelers. And so you're sitting there and like, and then of course when it's a bar, you know of course there's been alcohol, so it only makes it even worse. Um, Yeah, it it it's interesting. Yeah, but anyway, that's not what we're talking about tonight. No, um, thank goodness. No, no, because MJ would be lost in fifty seconds. No, yeah, maybe, yeah maybe. I played a buttload maybe of
2: sports fine. growing up, so I understand it. I love playing it, but I just don't. I even motocross. I love racing in the motorcycles, but I just don't get into watching sports. I because all they want all oh, when I watch it, all I want to do is go play. And mm-hmm. nope, none of my <laughs> nobody plays anymore. All my friends are old. And and I had a friend play. hurt his ankle on a on a, a stationary bike a while back. <laughs> Well, the, MJ, next time we get cup. together, we'll play We'll play catch. There you go. Oh, baseball.
0: You're yeah, the bottom rung. You can catch with the football. The, oh, football is okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant baseball. I didn't baseball. say baseball. I just said we're going to play catch because it's just you and I. We're not playing football. They're just the two of us. Oh, what? So yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let me tackle. <laughs> Boom! Out in the
1: sand and on the beach in Atlantic City. It'll be great. I'm scared.
2: <laughs> What are, those,
1: what are those two old guys laying on the sand for? Well, you see, they were going to play football. And they got Oxygen! tired really Oxygen! <laughs> Oxygen! <laughs> yeah, they, they didn't realize running in sand is a lot tougher than... A... <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> uh, oh, so for tonight, today we're going to talk a little bit about music. <laughs> if you guys didn't get a chance to watch the show I did just ahead of this, we went through. I went through the top 200 uh, most requested songs in the DJ Van Planner system. Uh, you can just go back in, on the YouTube channel. It would be the last live show we did. But I wanted to continue to talk about music a little bit tonight. Specifically, um, it kind of ties prom. in a little bit of that and a little bit of uh, bouncing back to the the uh, the prom sh- or excuse me, the homecoming show that we did there. T- we talked about music specifically that there there are songs that we went like I went through that list tonight, and there are songs in there that I would consider a banger. Dan would look at it and, and wonder, hmm, and MJ would say, not gonna play it unless my life depends on it, and then even maybe questioning it, that there are songs that are, are, don't fit everywhere. And I wanted to have that discussion because it, sometimes people are like, oh, that song is, is my go-to song and it works everywhere. Everyone should be playing it. And I don't, I don't think people understand that that's not the way it works.
2: I want you to do a, a bottom 200 wedding song list um and I'd be curious to see what songs people were forced to play at a wedding but for no for no reason why that why in the world did the bride and groom choose this song <laughs> to, to a order, point sort of and, list.
1: and I think that list that we we I just went through there's getting to that second uh that bottom 100 well probably from about 25 on down that the, I was mentioning you know I only play it if it's requested you know I only played it if I right. had to because there are so many songs that are either have only significant meaning to the couple but then we look at that list, and there's you know, a million plus people who have requested through the system right? or through the uh, a million plus requests that come through. So these songs have obviously been requested by a lot of people, which is a head scratcher for some of those songs. It's like, really? What are they thinking?
0: What always, what always baffled me with them uh, was when occasionally, I, and they, I haven't seen them in a while, that you said the Do Not Play, that mm-hmm. also I think came out with the, with the same or about the same time. And and I always got to laugh at the ones that were on both lists, hmm. and both of them like within like the top ten. So you so you'd have like the top ten of the of the you know within the two hundred, and you have the top ten of the do not play, and it's like, okay, yeah,
2: that's interesting.
1: You
0: know, as an example, I have you know
1: the, y- the YMCA is is one of those songs. It made right. it. It makes both lists that the people. The people who hit a lot of weddings are like, oh, that's so overplayed. I don't want to play that at my wedding. And yet at the wedding where, you know, Bobby and Susie, this is they're maybe the first one in their group to get married. They've only been to a couple of weddings. They've seen, you know, that people have had fun with it. And they want to have that experience of dancing with grandma. And, you know, grandma's, you know, in 75-year-old. She can still get out there and she wants she loves disco. And then the kids know it and they'll get out there. So you've got really two different uh, distinct groups here that either love it or they hate it. And they're very passionate about it. <laughs> Alright, so I have a disclaimer tonight. Is it time, disclaimer time? Uh, uh, sure. You know, we did make it all the way five minutes in. Eight minutes in before the disclaimer. So we're doing pretty well good. Right,
2: so my disclaimer, you guys, I think you're going to have fun with this tonight. Um, I have a feeling that our biggest said phrase tonight is going to be that depends. No matter what we're talking about, I think we're going to go, well, that depends. So I've decided since that's a Ben Stowe statement. That is, yeah. So tonight, if you think you hear me saying that depends instead of that depends, <laughs> yes, you are hearing me say that depends. <laughs> so there's my disclaimer. You're not
1: hearing things when I say, "Well, that depends." There we go. Okay. There's my disclaimer. <laughs> so John uh, Johnny uh, out there mentions that uh, taking those crates from those and and DJ Ben Planner released theirs. Uh, and DJ Intelligence release theirs also. So if you're if you use most of the companies are now doing that as a yearly thing. Take those lists and as as uh, Johnny mentions here, make a crate with those because they break it down into the best of the 90s the most requested songs from the nineties or two thousands. It's a great start if you have not gone and made made some kind of. I'm having a brain fart uh, for crates. This is a great uh, great way to get started, get your feet wet a little bit because then you're looking at the songs, you can see key and you can see the BPM and you can kind of sort by things to try to make it a little bit easier to find a song when you've got that oh my gosh, what am I going to play next and I have 23 seconds left.
0: I also say sometimes it's it's worth when you look through those types of lists to go, you know what? I feel like I feel like breaking away and trying something like for example john you, you said you know i man i'd only really played that's requested all right you know can't remember the last time i played that might be worth just giving it a shot and say you know what let's try one tonight you know let's let's throw one in and, and see and see the reaction maybe i'm missing something maybe yeah. you know maybe there's a reason why this is on the list that i just didn't think about um and it might be in for a pleasant surprise and I, i've done that once or twice uh, I try not to go too crazy, but, you know, a little bit of like, oh, man, I'm, you know what? It's probably been a while since I played that. Yeah, let's give it a shot. See, it's coming back for some reason. And and more often than not, it actually turns out to be good. And then I end up using it more frequently than I probably would have otherwise.
1: Uh, Steve, Steve, M, uh, M, MCC there. Steve makes a great. This is this is one of the the kind of points that uh, he makes The statement. I'm going to read it here. Um, YMCA is OK with an older couple's wedding, but not for the under 25 couples. That would be kind of the the rule of thumb, you would think. But I've got a couple uh, that we're going to be doing a wedding for this year that are 20 and 21. And this is going to be a highlight song for them, just for that reason I mentioned before, because they know that their family, they don't go to many weddings, their families. So this will be one of the, in some cases, this will be the only wedding they've been to in the last two or three years. And they are excited to be able to go out there and have a picture, you know, everybody on the dance floor doing the YMCA, and you can... You know, can we get a 360 camera in the middle of that and do this? So I think that we have our rule of thumb. But I think one of the big things when it comes to music uh, in a situation is that whatever our rule of thumb is, sometimes it gets tossed out the window um, because every rule is meant to be broken or something. I've heard that said.
0: No. Because it depends.
2: It does depend. It does depend. Okay, so this show now has three catchphrases. You do realize that now.
0: No, that, that one's not going to catch on. Oh, I'm going to make a catch on. You, uh... I'm going to pick another one this year. <laughs> this will be the year of catchphrases. That's what 2022 that's, is that's 22 catchphrases t- by the end of the year. There you go. It'll be great. It'll be great by right the end of the year.
2: I think you can do it. It's
0: still challenging.
2: We'll, <laughs> we'll just be drinking water all day long. John.
1: Talk about the chat. So, okay, so, uh, so let's let's kind of uh, talk about uh, regional. Dance around Howie's post. Oh, where's where's? (laughs) I I have no idea what Howie's talking about. No, no idea. Although you guys, (laughs) I don't know if you guys saw it or not this week. It was an incredible moment. It was. I mean, this is this is like. The only thing that would be better is if Huey Lewis himself would come and like something that we did, you know, like one of our posters on the, that would be, this is like, this is like right below that. MJ posted uh, a, a little, some teaser information on that new uh, Pioneer controller. And, um, you know, I made some kind of a smart remark about, you know, wondering if it was Megaseg compatible. And of course, Megaseg, the folks from Megaseg came in there and said, yes, John, if, if it's MIDI, we'll it, it will work. So... How cool is that? That MJ is working on his MegaSeg sponsorship.
0: So the thing that I was curi- most curious about was his, his shiny. Does does the M company follow MJ, and hence saw the post there? I think just because John tagged him. because I, I, I went back. That's the first thing I did
2: <laughs> went back and say, did he tag MegaSeg or are they following me? That was my first thing, and he did tag them.
0: Oh, you did? Okay, I missed that part. Because I
2: was going to freak... I was... I, I like, freaked out for, like, 30 seconds going... (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
1: (laughs) Are they they following me? Oh, my God. Anyways... But he's um, got got a reason why he doesn't use it, for those of you wondering. Um, He he understands it's a great product for the right situation, but he's not a Mac user, and you've got to be a Mac user. And for the right situation... I mean, as they say, it's meant for... uh, it's almost meant for, like, underground radio stations is what it's really designed for.
0: I thought it was because every time he looked at the computer screen, he'd have to take a drink. <laughs> there is Because the...
1: he'd need see... <laughs> he he Somebody I IV
0: me. <laughs>
1: I, I got to go potty again.
0: <laughs> no. You don't need an IV. You need a catheter.
2: Me uh, both, in and out, you know. Yeah, fair enough. I know, otherwise, I wouldn't be able to keep very, very... Very busy, but we're we're diverting from music as yes, we are. Um, so, which I'm fine with that because I don't think I have a lot to add tonight, but I'll add whatever I can. Add. Well,
1: well, let's so. let's just kind of start. Um, there's there's some different genres, uh, and specifically, I want to hit a couple of those. Um, as I was going through that list, let's disco as a, as an example. Is disco something that that works well, kind of works, or doesn't work so much in 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 uh, the audiences you guys play to? Or is it, does it depend? But the dance, um, (laughs) the dance, (laughs) wait, what? (laughs) We just took a left there.
2: Um, I do drop disco from time to time. And there are some of them are remixes. I just heard one the other night at the casino when I was leaving, it was on the casino playlist and it was a remix of, um, Oh, tell B- me that B- B- you,
1: B- you had to stop in Shazam or you stopped in. I Shazam
2: that. Yeah, yeah. And then I took a snapshot of my Shazam. It was the G R N remix of night fever. And I thought I could pull this off a few places hmm. because it wasn't too far off the deep end, but yet it was still a little bit more modern. And, uh, I will occasionally try things like that. If you have a heavy girl crowd, you can sometimes, in my opinion, you can pull off, uh, I, I will survive. Yeah. You know, there's just certain little things you can try there. I I, I do not hold back on trying YMCA. I, I think with I think people join in on that more than you think they do, mm-hmm. you know, because it's just one of those catchy things that people like to join in on. Um, and um, Dancing Queen's another one that like you just you almost can't. You know, some people don't consider that disco. They consider it rock. But uh, I, that's another one that I will go to and won't hesitate on.
0: for for my audiences it seems to be very very limited i and maybe this is my own kind of my own prejudice against it i'm not a big disco fan there are some tracks that i'm like okay yeah they got a good feel it's got a good you know good overall go good overall uh grab and and i'll throw it on but a lot of just a lot of your stuff that i would say somebody's more that's more versed in in disco not that they would say i'm deep diving but that that would be above your extreme mainstream ones would be a good grab i i won't even go near that Mm -hmm. so so i i think some of that's maybe my own like i said my own prejudice or, or whatever you want to call that, my own taste that that kind of limit it but i don't very often play much disco at all and Dancing Queen's probably about the extent of it, to be honest with you, for quite a while now.
1: See, now I'll mix a little bit. I'll probably have two or three sets, and I and a set would two or three songs, you know, throughout the night, that uh, that I would be doing. So it's not a ton, uh, but I've had this conversation with uh, Brian Red, and you know, hey, between disco and funk and some Motown, you know, those are three areas that disco's about all I'll touch. I really don't hit the others, and and it's something that he. Works in now. I'm in Minnesota. He's in Wisconsin. He's on the east side there of Wisconsin and north of Chicago, an hour. So maybe that has some influence of why they work better for him, Uh, especially specifically Motown coming out, uh, coming out of Detroit. You know, he's a lot closer to that origin than I. But it just, yeah, it's it's interesting how I can you know staying alive, YMCA, um, getting into uh, We Are Family, I Will Survive, um, Dancing Queen. And then you can generally find, uh, you know, Rick James. I've, I've had uh, that, that actually worked this year. Uh, I, I think,
2: I think uh, some of that is if your crowd likes some faster stuff, I think you could probably get away with that. A lot of thing hits or a um, uh, Harry Styles, something that's a little bit more traditional in that sense. I think the disco is going to seem on another planet from them. At least mm-hmm. that's what I, that's where my division is. If the crowd's digging this, they probably won't dig this.
0: But I will tend to go when it goes to some of that older stuff um, you know and, and again it kind of depends upon your crowd uh, more so than the others
2: hmm, yeah and, and funk just hasn't been between disco and funk yeah and not funk but some people say that came from the disco era maybe you know yeah, I'm
0: not and I'm not quite going to that more
1: of the funk I, I'm my... um, brick house from Commodores uh, Rick James super freak uh, Low Rider from F- uh, war so there's a there's a few in there that I have played are they what I would consider my big bangers that I would really um, play without it being requested or without setting them up? Eh, Not so much.
2: I'm going to bring up my list here and see what hits heavy on mine in the, uh, so we're going to say disco. Um, I have uh, some early Michael Jackson's YMCA dancing queen. Um, What else is in there? Party Train's in there, but I don't know. I don't play that very often. Let It Whip, I don't play that very often. Um, And what would you say? The other one was Funk. Um that band outstanding. I now that one I play because I like it. I don't play it because anybody else likes
1: it because I, I love that song, outstanding by them. See, so I, that's think, why that gets a lot of play. And I think Dan was alluding to that is that there's some yeah. you know, personal taste that comes into why mm. disco doesn't work. And and I mentioned that in the sh- the uh, first show is that there's a, there are versions of songs that you know YMCA. There's there's a dozen versions of an album cut of that song, and if I am um, you know, prompting the crowd and with our emotions and and I'm into it and I'm I can sell any version of the song and people, even though they've never listened to that version, will be right there with me and they won't have that little like, oh, that's a you know, a an a bridge that I didn't know was there, whatever. I think that's an important part of it, our our personal taste and to show excitement for what we're we're doing. So if Dan's not into disco, but he's into that more of a funkadelic type music and he's showing excitement and he's showing the, how much fun he's having that's going to rub off on people. My events when uh, when I'm playing, you know, these these great bands from the San Francisco Bay Area and the people are seeing how excited I am about about playing the seventh song from that band in a row, they just can't help but having a great time because not only is the music great, but they can see the energy.
0: Yeah, no nobody's there, John. You you're drinking too much again. Yeah, um energy. Seven yeah. bands. No, uh so I w- I was going back here so as as we were talking so yeah there there's a lot of times i think one it's how you're selling it i think two it's how you're setting it up you know if you're if you're not looking for the way that your songs go together and this this tied in somewhat to our mixing song mixing show was that last week or two weeks ago last week last week okay um you know knowing your music and and knowing what's what should go together and, and looking for ways to kind of put your put your journey of music together if you will um if you're slamming you know into a disco from something that's not going to appeal to the same crowd that's not going to uh, musically kind of blend or or start a transition i'm not saying it can't work i'm just saying it doesn't work as often and, and unless you're pulling it off just right it probably doesn't work for you and, and so you know, looking for the ways to put those things together is also going to make a huge difference to how something might work for you personally, as opposed to, you know, what you could do with it.
1: Excellent. Um, we, they're saying some buffering was happening. I haven't been seeing anything on my side. I, Only in I, I my know. brain. Yeah, so I don't. I don't think we're having... It doesn't seem that we're having having issues with that, but we'll keep a keep an eye on it here of what what I'm I'm actually watching the YouTube one on the back and I can see Dan and I moving the heads moving back and forth. So MJ, you're in the bottom of the screen. Unfortunately, you're covered on that. Sorry. (sighs) Okay, so so genres can can vary. They can be more successful by area. Uh, and also by DJ Taste. I think that's, that's kind of a big thing, which is actually kind of cool that that does play a role because at times you feel that, because everyone can get a hold of the same music these days, that everybody's playing the same songs each and you know, oh yeah, well, we're going to start at the wedding with these 10 songs and DJs over here are going to start the same wedding the wedding with the same 10 songs and those guys, are, everyone's going to do the same thing because we all have the same music. So it's, it's kind of refreshing to know that personal taste still can play a role in this.
2: I still yeah, remember I, 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 that would be an interesting show just to talk to a different DJ, just walk around with a mic at the expo and say, uh, "How many times do you play a song at an event just because you like it?" You know, and
1: see what people say. No, oh, I think we get we have a nice chat room tonight. Uh, uh, let us know. Do you, do you do this once a show, never, or is this something you do a couple of times throughout the night? You play a song. Because it's a favorite of yours, and and because of that, the energy, you know, oh, they'll know the song, and because of my energy and excitement, they'll all be wanting a new drug in, in just a little bit of time.
0: Let us know in the chat room if uh, – do you see how I worked that in there? Just slap that one. Yeah, in too bad he it is. wasn't the song that they were talking about. Yeah. Uh, good at that. Go ahead, Dan. He's getting a little slick with it. Um, no, I forget what I was going to say. <laughs>
1: <just> <laughs> dazzling. Dazzling is what you are. Wow. Doing. John has
2: derailed us completely off the deep end with nothing more than the names of
1: songs on the albums yes. of Mister of Mister Hubert Lewis. Yeah, well, that's that's okay. So wait till I pull out my bedazzler, and you guys can see how great I make my jeans look. Okay,
2: see he, bedazz- he be- I was going to say, he's- never mind. Yeah.
1: Um, we are really getting sidetracked easy tonight. Um it's okay. So, so, John, bring us back, please. So, yeah. So, um, so, so the the genre, um, the genres uh, definitely can can uh, vary. Um, I want to talk about about explicit music, specifically some areas I think are more conservative and it, it wouldn't go over. Some areas I think that if you would be playing the clean version of songs, that people would actually be offended um, in situations like that. And, uh, what did it kind of, what have you guys experienced when it comes to explicit and, and the audience's, um, desire for one or the other? For me, it's easy. Cause that's all I play is clean. You if you, ever you want a- dirty, you have to hire someone else.
2: It literally says on my website, hundred percent clean music. My motto is if I don't say it, I won't play it. So if it's in a song and it's something I wouldn't say in life, I'm not playing it. And for some people, they'd be like, well, then I don't have any songs to, you know, I, I cause I say everything, but I'm on the opposite end. Um, there's stuff that I play in songs that I would not say out loud. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and you do get the the the, the diversity of the casinos hire me because they know everything I play is clean. Cause that's what they want there. I, I'm not sure why, but that's what they want is all clean music there. But I've done that, that giant college bar. You guys seen the pictures at. Uh manager will say, Oh, awesome job tonight. We only got complaints. Cause you play clean music. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, it, it, I think on something like that, you have to make your decision. What, what, what line you're willing to cross. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys feel?
1: Well, and, and I think in your situation, because you are upfront with that, with most of, uh, you know, most of the people know that going in that you're not going to have, they just accept it. And it's like, this is the way it's going to be. Um, I, I, for a while I was, I was promoting that and, uh, and saying, yeah, this is what I do. And for my wedding, my wedding audiences, that's what they, they're they after. Because most of my weddings that I do are family and are more conservative. Um, I, I don't play bars in any, in the area because in that, that standpoint, they wanted just yes. Saturday night. I was, I was in a bar actually. And, um, uh, there were people who were like, uh, no, this isn't the they request for, um, uh, it wasn't me from Shaggy is what they wanted. And it's like, well, okay, I do have the album version and that's what we're going to play. Well, they didn't want that version. They wanted the, the non, uh, they didn't want the radio version. That's what I played. They wanted the actual album version that had, uh. Had had different language in it, and it's not the way it was going to happen. Um, there are spots in Minnesota that, if I'd be doing a wedding at that in those venues, um, I would have to be playing ex- the explicit versions. I mean, I have to play what is uh, what what they they hear. Whether the country's got profanity or the the raps got profanity or rocks got it, they want to hear it. They want to hear. Buck Cherry's, uh, uh, that song from Buck Cherry that you guys all know what it is. Um, they want to hear the lyrics of that and they want to sing it. they, they refrain as loud as they possibly can with every word that they can. Uh, they're the ones that would be putting the, the, the moni moni that little phrase in the moni moni cause they, that's what they do in those situations. I, if I wouldn't, and I don't play those areas, but I mean, if I would, wouldn't, if I would play those areas and I wouldn't do those things. It would, you know, I would be basically run out of the place. I don't know if that's everywhere.
2: I had to go look up that band you're talking about. I've never heard of that band before. Which one? Wow, Buck Cherry. It's rock.
0: None of the places I have, they don't
2: want no rock. You know, no, no, no
0: rock, no countries, whatever. Yeah, but this one, the the song that he's talking about, I just looked it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, It's 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 a. It uh, it had a kind of like a crossover, kind of like, um, especially bar type of following um there for a bit uh you know when i i'm I'm very much like mj in the fact that i'm i'm sorry i'm only going to play clean stuff that that's the way i roll that you know that's that's what i do and and for me it's become um not just a matter of who i am but it's also it's also the brand that i'm willing to to push i'm not going to cross that line um whether that that language be used or not um i don't want it associated with my business you know that that's I, I run a very one one of the things I pride myself on is the professionalism that I run with and and to me I don't feel that explicit lyrics and professionalism necessarily go hand in hand and I know there are a lot of DJs who would who would argue with me about that and and to their business and how they run and where they're at um, you know I think is a very different different animal I would also add. You know, my, my in-laws are from an area in New York that, you know, if you're not dropping F-bombs and and everything else in normal conversation, yes, not out of anger, not out of spite, not out of anything other than this is just the way you talk, you kind of get a weird look. Mm -hmm. So. I have a few
2: friends that if they eliminated swearing from their vocabulary, we would have really short conversations.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And so in in those instances, you know, if something were, if something were to be there, I don't think anything would be, I don't think an eye would be bad. I don't think anybody would even, would even pick up on it. Um, so I, I will say though, that where I noticed the clientele being more disappointed when it, when it wasn't going to be explicit was actually when I was at a lower price point. Mm. And, and I don't, you know, I, I, again, I'm not saying that that's the clientele who wants it. I'm just saying that when I was at a lower price point, I actually had a complaint from a bride because she wanted, um, she, she wanted a ludicrous song. And I was like, I've got the clean one. And mm-hmm. she was just like, I can't believe it. And I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like this is a mixed audience event and and i don't have it and nor will i play it and and it was very hard for her to come to terms with that and in fact it was my only non-five-star review now she didn't go into specific details but it was i forget it was something along the lines of accommodating or something like that she had like a you know she lowered my rating of what i was willing to do but oh well if that's what it's for what how the, would you
2: have felt if she would have explained why do you think that would help or hurt your people reading that is like, oh, she gave, she gave him four stars because of a language thing. Do you think that would, would, that
0: matter to anybody else? You think? I don't think most people would take the time to actually, to look at it and read it. Yeah. Uh, to be honest with you, I, 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 you know, from my own standpoint and my own, like, yeah, I stood my ground and, and I'm fine with this. Yeah. I would have loved her for her to say, you know, what the deal was, um, or to why she, you know, she gave me that lower rating, but Beyond that, like I said, I don't think I don't think majority of your couples are going to look, you know, that deep into something, and especially at now at this point. I mean, this was this was probably you know 15 years ago at this point. Right. But- just, just to be upfront about the the college one that
2: I, I told you that you get the big one that has like 750 capacity that I spun at, mm-hmm. I did tell them up front. Are you sure you want me? I play clean music. Yeah, that's fine. We don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So it it it, that's why I asked that because it could matter and it couldn't matter where it could not matter now and then matter later or not matter now and could and I was just kind of curious what Dan thought about that with his yeah.
1: But I think that's that was the important conversation to have in advance so you knew
2: I always do so that they don't they don't know you know it's like Mm -hmm. if if that's what you want that's fine I'm just
0: not the guy you want to hire and that's okay there's plenty out there that will accommodate you
2: that's just not me I'm okay and I know
0: there's a lot of there's a lot of DJs who had that you know on the mobile side who had that conversation during planning uh and, and maybe this is this is you know me i don't bother with that conversation hmm. like i i don't i don't bring it up i don't mention it um you know i i do i do get worried about you know some point down the road when you know when i have a couple who's who's going to want something and going to want the explicit and i'm going to have to you know kind of stand my ground uh but in the same respect it's not something i really dive too much into i kind of i kind of pride myself on the fact that a lot of my inquiries come from venues who talk about the party and i think for a lot of couples for a lot of couples they would rather have a raging party of, of whatever sort over a party that had explicit lyrics and was okay so if they have, if they have a couple that set, you know, if they have a venue that says, listen, this is who we recommend because they throw a great event, you know, it's not, well, does he play explicit music? Like, no, they, he throws a great event. That's okay. We're calling him up. That's sure. You know, that's what we're going to be more concerned about.
1: Yeah. Jay, Jay mentioned a little bit uh, up there a little way. It's uh, the Alice uh, song uh, who uh, living next door to Alice is I think the name of the song. And mm-hmm. there's a, a line in there that uh, that is very well known in this area. This is a song that uh, the people down the road uh, would sing. And I've got a clean version of the song because the very first time it was played back in the whenever 90s or whatever it was, somebody brought in a uh, a cassette that had it on. And I had no idea what it was. And I was young and naive. And it's like, sure, I'll play it for you. And it was the actual, um, if you search the lyrics, if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, living next door to Alice. You'll see it. Um, so that was, so. after that, I found a clean version or one that had it bleeped out. And that uh, doesn't stop people from screaming it at the top of their lungs. But that become has become a regional swear-along song. That, uh, it, it, uh, Jay knows of it, which so is kind of surprising. But I think a lot of people have no idea because it's just a very, uh, you know, kind of a regional appeal song. Even, I can go north an hour and they have no idea what it is. It's I, just, I have a clean version of Mo Bamba.
2: And if you, anybody knows that song, you know that that's they there's it breaks down and scream out loud these four swear words. And mine is the clean version. And no one can tell that I'm playing the clean version because everybody is screaming. Yelling as loud as it. Yeah, da, 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 da.
0: <laughs> You don't know. <laughs> I ran into some difficulty with the with the school because yeah, I played, you know, you know about this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then they came back later. Now, they weren't mad at me. Right. Per se. Um, but, but the, it definitely tightened the restrictions because of the screaming of the screaming doors. And I, I think for some of them, you know, I, I think for, especially, especially your sing along ones that, that include some of that, I, I think it's one of the things where, and, and it could be wrong with this, that people and your clients and your customers are more apt to be fine with the radio because radio version, because they're going to sing whatever lyric they decide that they're going to sing. Mm-hmm. Uh, You know, when, when, when WAP was, uh, was popular and, you know, and it was one of those people were like, do you play it? Do you not? You know, I I had a wedding where it was a little, you know, the kids had all left. It was definitely turning into a late night after party type of vibe. They come up and ask for it. And I'm like, I got the clean one. And they're like, yeah. All right. That's what you got. That's what we'll hear. And so I played and sure enough, like, you know, the, the, they were singing right along as if it was the normal lyrics and so you know i think a lot of them are like yeah i'll sing along i'm not that worried about it Mm -hmm. i have a question for you throw a curveball
2: at you bruno mars uptown funk clean version still has the d word in it not the squeaky clean squeaky that's what i'm saying so the radio version Hot. I mean, we because I. That's the thing that I think I get questions from DJs so often, and I think they ask me because they know I play clean music. Now, I can't tell you how often DJs ask me this: What if you're going to play a clean version? What do you consider? What's considered clean now? And I, you know, I have to kind of. <laughs> that's one of those it depends, you know, sort of thing. Uh, because each person, you know, that might not be, mm-hmm. you know, it, a swear word to some people is only one word, you know, the F word. That's it. Everything else is, is up for, for par. And then radio has certain things it allows, but certain songs, it's twisted in there where you can't even see. Um, uh, what's the band that did the song? Uh, is it the who that does? Who are you? Who who? Is that them? Yeah. OK, they say the F word in that song towards the end. Because they say, who the F are you? But it's so tight in there, you can't hear it. And hmm. they also say it in um, Jeremy's song uh, from uh, Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Um, and it was played on the radio that way because it's he mumbles it such a way that you can't really tell. Hmm. So, hmm. you know, where do you draw it? Like I, you, I, that's why I say you kind of have to make your own decision. Do you want to go along with, uh, do, you, do you want to, like Dan said, do you want to bring it up in the meeting ahead of time? Do you want to have a steadfast rule? Do you want to have a rule that bends? Um, how how do you want to do that? Do you want to have birth, both sorts of music? And are you that good at marking them so they're clean and dirty? Because mm-hmm. I know a lot. I know a guy who um, lost his job at one of the casinos because he thought he had a clean version, played the dirty version, Ooh. one song, let it slip through, got fired.
0: Mm. But yeah, I don't carry both for for almost that exact reason. Yeah, um, I, I used to carry both on the hard drive. I don't think I ever made the slip up, although I remember grabbing one one time and going, uh-oh, um, you know, and, and, and it was during the queuing that I was like listening and mixing. I'm like, oh, wait, that's something that doesn't sound right here. Um, my, my hard, fast rule is radio version. I, I'm not going to go edit a song beyond that. Um, if I have a squeaky clean that comes through, then I'm going to lean more towards that one um, as a, but I'm, I'm not going to run out and try and find it just because it has what I'll consider a more minor swear word. So, you know, my thought is if it can go through on the rate, if it can go through on radio and become a mainstream popular song um, it it's got some leeway. I'm not going to go grab Meredith Brooks and throw it on, even though it had a lot of radio play, mm. but you know, in the, in the same respect, it's, you know, otherwise, you know, then you got to have some professional judgment there too. If you don't know the song MJ, it's, it's from the nineties. Yeah. She was Back when you were a who kid. Sang, who sang an art, he sang one song, the only song she ever had that I knew was ever released. Yeah. And I still remember working in radio and they said, You may name the artist, you may not name the song. And they're like, she says it throughout the whole song. You may name the artist, but you, you may can. not name the song. Oh,
1: when that when that came out and kids were asking for that at schools. It's like, we can't play that here. Oh, but well, you got to. It's a great song. We all love it. And I can't play that here. And you're the football team. Why do you want to throw that in it's my football season joke there uh for for those of you wondering we've been uh we've been i, th- I think i blocked seven or eight uh, um porn uh porn spam or scammers or whatever tonight on the uh thing. Oh. so yeah we've been having having with both shows tonight uh coming in on the different ones so
2: i'm hoping those are bots because if you're a human being spending this much time for that kind of stuff yeah it's got to be bots yeah do something with your life seriously i'm looking you in the eye right now whoever you are come on now yeah you're talking to a computer
0: we're talking about being
2: clean and they're driving others yeah, they're yeah i'm like seriously too. do something with your life i'm not saying I, I ain't judging you on nothing but i'm saying if this is what your time is spent doing spamming live shows get a freak i don't care if you're spamming us on there going hi everybody every two minutes get a
1: freaking life oh well, there was that person too but you know that we left oh. there. it's like some people are like i know the same people who like human you don't want to
2: slap your parents for giving birth to such a
1: horrible human being you know <laughs> my hand would get sore okay the last part yes. i wanted to talk about yeah we talked a little bit about clean and unclean or the, that well let's leave the let's leave that alone now let's talk about basically the difference Is are there spots where radio edits work better and spots where a, a variation of a remix or a redrum is almost accepted more or even mandatory i i am going to say that that's a depends it depends thing
2: depends. because i know i've stood in crowds before where I've played a re-drum, not a remix, a re-drum. And some people go, I love this version. Where'd you get it? And the person standing right next to him going, you ruined this song for me. So that is, that's, I don't even know if that would be a regional thing because like I said, I've had people side by side Mm -hmm. or I've seen, you know, stood next to a DJ and I drop a re-drum and he's like, I hate this. Why are you doing this? And then I just point at the crowd that's going bananas. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like,
1: (laughs) so I don't even know. How would you guys answer that? What do you think? I've tried to um, drop some mixes in using, like at high schools, when using some of the quick edits and different things such as that, and utilizing those um, with with varied success. Even uh, when when Michael was making uh, putting together his sets before he would go do some shows, he was he was using more album cuts than I think um, than you would MJ uh, when you when you're doing your sets, and I think part of that is because. While the kids are, you know, having experiencing more you know, music from different sources and things. I think there's just still a uh, a level of of um, certainly over 25 years old. They're the album uh, version of the song is what they hear on the radio at work or in their cars or are driving. You know, they're hearing it off Sirius uh, you know, or whatever they're using for stations. I think there's a lot of, of that going on and now that we can do streaming. You know, all sorts of things. We're not streaming remixes. We're streaming album cuts of in a genre that we want to listen to. So I think that depending upon the location, um, rural locations, you might be doing more of the album type versions. The whole radio thing is throwing me off, John, because
2: that maybe would be a thing to look at right there, because I don't know people under 30 that listen to a radio station. Nobody listens to it. It's all streamed, whether it's free streaming through YouTube or one of the
1: services. But even yeah, you know, Sirius, Sirius, uh, Sirius has their and yeah, they they would I, have. I don't you know, consider
2: that a streaming service. I consider that a, a, an over-the-air thing. Yeah, it's, and it's, I, and it's I, a radio station to me, so that fits into radio versus streaming.
1: And then, but see, you know, iHeartRadio uh, is is one of the big you know, Spotify. Yes, there's there's mix shows and there's mix playlists on there, but some of the most popular ones are not. Um, you know, they're just. Of a list put together of of al- album edits,
2: I could show you lists galore. Oh, there, there, there I'm not just saying they're not there. You know what I'm saying is, is is that I that would be a tough thing to kind of measure out yeah. because I see both, mm-hmm. and and I would love to do a show one night where we are on Twitch where we could play the songs and you play the album version and I play you my re drum and you're gonna go, well, that's not a re drum. It just has an intro. And I'd be like, but that same drum continues all the way through. But it's so subtle. Yeah, You don't notice it. And that's when I talk about a re-drum to where you can have an older song that has just enough to make it palatable in a room full of continuous energy over speakers that push bass. So I've had some where all they did was tweak the bass in the song to work better over a loud system. And that's what you kind of have to look for. You're not just going, I want to find a remix. Whatever says remix, I'm going to download it. Mm-hmm. You might have to listen to 10 or 12 of them before you find the one that fits what you're doing. And that's that's why I say that I don't think you should have stuff just just download whatever shoved in your face. Like, here, here's this month's stuff. That's idiotic. Pardon me. I had someone yell at me for saying idiotic on a previous show. I apologize.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I definitely think there are certain tracks that... Um, that a remixed version has become popular, but I do agree with what you're saying, John, whether I, when you look at what are the most popular playlists or what are the playlists that are getting the most follows that are getting the most um, likes the, you know, shares and and, and that kind of thing. It oftentimes is made up of those album versions. But, but are the people who are listening to that, the people that would go
2: out to an event? Because I think there's a big difference between people who go out to events whether it be a birthday party, uh, anything, as opposed to people who don't go out to events. Because I have friends that, that don't understand, like, wh- how do you make a living at, at DJing at bars? Why Why does nobody goes there? <laughs> so there are people that just don't go out. Mm-hmm. So those people who are listening to that, you know, you have to look at It goes back to that. It depends on your audience. Um, at a wedding, uh, how much of that audience goes out more often than just weddings. Cause again, I have friends and you guys are both married. You can tell me how far off I is. I have friends that say that the only time they go on dates with their wives is a wedding or a funeral. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, now, let a me, let me put it this way. One of the things that I've incorporated with my, with, with my planning process. And and I'm very lucky in the fact that DJ event planner has the ability to connect with their Spotify system. And so I have couples both that have utilized that, but that have also just shared me a link of things that they like, the things that they want to hear, basically their request list. Mm-hmm. And, and I would say that rarely in that, do I get any version of a song other than the regular album cut? Again, occasionally there is one that's thrown in, but not terribly. These are these are couples that are not um, that are not fresh out of college, but they are also not couples that have been married for you know five, ten years and only going out to weddings and funerals. You know, so the, these are couples that I would view go out occasionally okay. for a night on the town. So, and, what and- portion
2: of them? Would be okay with a redrum that has an intro and an outro.
0: See the mix. How many of them would be okay? I think I think almost all of them would be okay with a redrum. the The question wasn't are they okay, but are there certain things that where it becomes more mandatory to have that versus the album, And, and and again. I, I would go a little bit more on the remix side of it that John was referring to than the redrum because I think a well- done redrum and you and mJ and I think or mJ and I I think we're both on the same wavelength that a well- done redrum is one that has just enough subtlety to it to keep that feel and that mm-hmm. beat going and not deviate to Do the point that you the go
2: structure of the song exactly yeah. So, yeah.
0: A, so a well- done redrum is, is one that to be honest with you is almost unnoticeable that it's a redrum. All right. So, so I think from a playing standpoint, yeah, a redrum is going to be, is going to be much more useful and much more appealing than the album version. But I would not consider that in the necessary to the client side, because they would focus in John's original question. I think we're focusing more on the remix, a remix version being more mandatory to play
2: Oh, I was and seeing it more your- of a, is what, what can you, <clears throat> what can be accepted? Like, mm-hmm. I, I agree with you that the people would ask for the album version a hundred times out of a hundred, right. but I would say probably 75 out of a hundred, you could play a re-drum and they wouldn't even really know. They would just say, exactly. oh, you mixed that really well.
0: Yeah. Well, done. That, re-drum drum just because there was an intro. Up. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And that's what yeah, I get. I-, when I talk about the stuff I download. I'm not downloading some techno thing that breaks, which I do get twerk mixes and stuff like that, but a lot of stuff I have is just intros,
0: outros that just yeah. makes it really, really mixable. And most of the time i i'm using an intro intro version you know whether whether i start it with at the beginning of the intro or whether i'm um you know pick my cue point to to slam yeah. into at the at the start of things as if it was an album cut yeah exactly um you know a lot of times a lot of times that's where i go and and this is this is kind of you know i i struggle sometimes with my mixing you know sometimes if i start with an album cut it's hard to kind of mix in depending upon how it's going so i'll mix to get my beats and my speeds and, and my feel right with the intro. And then I'll, then I'll start it though at the cue points because I know at the speeds, yeah. right. Even though I didn't use it for the song. Yeah.
2: There's times where I, I needed an intro for something where I played the re drum intro went and grabbed the album version. And right when it got to that point, so I had the re drum coming in with the music or something, grab the point and dropped the album cut because I couldn't bring the album Cut in the way I wanted to, mm, so I sure. used the re drama as a transition to go over to it. So you can do weird things. Most people would not spend the effort to do that. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I just press play. That's good enough. <laughs> so I don't know. It's a tough call, and that would be like you said on the title about regional. I that's. I just think it depends on people because you can have pockets that do things. Yeah. But again, like with you guys with the weddings, you have a much more diverse audience age, especially just you're just talking just age wise than
0: i ever see but i would also think in in some aspects that's maybe where the regional would come into play a little bit more
2: okay um
0: you know for example the things that things that work in in upper minnesota are not something that the the weddings that i have are are going to appeal despite the fact that the age ranges are the same
2: yeah his high school playlist
0: proved that yeah well That was another story. But but even even talking, even talking about the ones that have a more broad, broad audience and, and, you know, where where they're getting their music, how they're getting their music obviously is is going to make an impact. And in in the light of streaming with social media shares and and that kind of thing can also make a make a huge impact and what a, a group finds appealing.
1: And that I think that that whole concept of pockets that MJ was talking about. I think that
2: it goes back to our mixing show. When I said it depends on the audience that's in front of you, mm-hmm. that you really have to read that audience because you could like I could go in there with my remixes and three songs in realize this ain't this ain't working. And as a good DJ, I better be able to switch up and, and do what I need to do in, in, if it's the album versions or whatever. Um, that's what a good DJ does. Or if they play the album version and they see it just doesn't catch, try a, a remix or try a redrum. And if that doesn't work, you can always go back, but be willing to try some things.
0: You know, what's nice about the mobile side is, is you know, w- with, a, with a bar dance floor, with a, with, a, with a club aspect, you don't have the following. And I'm not saying like as a wedding DJ, we have a following per se, but, you know, your, your clients don't go to that bar per se, you know, because MJ's there, you know, at one point that was kind of the big deal. Like you were the, you were the draw and that's, and that's the idea behind it. And and you've kind of alluded that that idea has kind of gone by the wayside a little bit, but with the wedding, oftentimes we're hired, like we're brought in by the couple based upon what they know about us and what they, what they've researched or what they've been told about us. So, so that kind of, I would say almost, it helps if your brand is set up in such a way that they know what they're going to get yes there's still those couple pieces but it's not going to be quite as diverse as man i'm going to this bar tonight i'm going to try these remixes and it might flop right if you're known for playing remixes chances are they're they're going to have a lot more success for you because of that yeah where you're you're getting hired you're,
2: you're looked at as uh certain things are expected when you're hired yeah. Yeah. So if you if you have a certain feel, a certain sound, a certain something, they hired you because of that, and you have to kind of stick with that. You're saying kind yeah. of, yeah. You don't have to stick with it, 100%. but
0: you're, but you can know going in a little bit you, yeah. with a little more confidence. Yeah. What's going to be desired. Good.
2: That's how long do you think that takes a DJ to learn what their, what their sound, their sound is that for an audience? Do you think that's something you can pick up on quick or does it take time? For the wedding I, think, stuff, like I think it
0: takes a little time because I think initially you have to, you have to learn who you are. Mm-hmm. You have to, you have to learn how you're going to to come about and you have to learn what's going to be what you're known for. So I think there is a little bit of time with that, but I don't think it's something you have to be in the business for 10, 15 years before yeah. that comes out. Um, you know, I, I think by your third year, if you, if you go in with the right attitude and the right process and, and the right attack by your third year. I, I think, you know, maybe that's being a little aggressive, but I think you can be known for that and, and have the right following with that.
1: Well, I think, I think you're pretty close there, Dan. We'll have to wrap up in just a second, but you know, the greatest album ever was released in 1983. And I started, I did my first show in 1985 and I knew I was right there with that first album. It was incredible. The people danced, the off, banging off the walls, flying from the rafters, you know, the whole 10 yards. It's great.
0: He didn't even say it we're drinking.
1: We got to go. Did you see that <laughs> subliminally?
0: He got us to drink. He didn't say it and we were drinking.
1: So up next uh, in the chill room, djntv.com slash chill. That's where Howie and the crew are going to be tonight. They do a recording on Monday nights. Starts at 10 o'clock Eastern. So you go in there, keep your camera off, keep your microphone off, and they're going to have their, their, their topic. They record for about 20 minutes or so. Then they'll wrap that recording session up, and then you guys can jump in and talk about the topic some more and talk about life or whatever else is coming through. Yeah, see, Brian knows what I'm talking about. He knows what I'm talking about. Um and you guys can have a good time with that tonight. Uh, tomorrow night, we're going to be putting uh, the uh, one of the, the Howie shows will go up, I think, uh, tomorrow night at 9 o'clock Eastern. And then Brian and Jay and Howie do their Tuesday night music show uh, in the chill room, djntv.com slash chill, so you can go back out there and have some fun with them tomorrow night again also. So um, I think that we need... MJ,
2: what do you got? Keep an eye out. I may do a show Thursday night if certain equipment comes out. I would like to do a show and talk about the new equipment that's supposed to come out on Thursday.
1: Oh, there we go. We have a date. Oh. I, didn't, I hadn't a so, yeah. Date. And
2: I think it'll be a good night to kind of sit and talk through things about it because I think there's going to be stuff that needs to be explained. And I, I'm going to, I think it'll be fun to sit. So if it does come out on Thursday, like they said, look for that Thursday night. Then. Sounds good. Excellent. Dan, take us home.
0: All right. Well, thank you very much for taking time out of your night to come and join us. Um, you know what, what you learn tonight, it depends. That's all depends. we can say on that. So I hope you <laughs> have yourselves a wonderful rest of the night, a great week, and we'll see you next week. Good. Night, Bye.